0: First to a town divided. Tensions are high in Franz Joseph as submissions open on a proposal over what to do about the river that runs through the west coast town and is increasingly becoming a flood risk. Stock banks built to hold back the Waihua River are no longer thought to be enough when it's in flood. But there's not enough funding, even with central government support, to upgrade them to a point to protect the town. The West Coast Township and tourism operators are mostly on the north bank, and the south is mostly made up of farms. The West Coast Regional Councils put two options on the table. The first is to do nothing, although the report warns there's a high chance the river will burst on the south side anyway, risking loss of life, livestock, and property. The second option, and the one recommended in the report, is to take down the southern stop banks where the farms are located. And buy out the properties on that side of the river, which would inevitably flood, but let the river flow in its desired course. West Coast councillor Peter Haddock is with us. Good morning.
1: Good morning, Catherine. How's things?
0: Really good, thank you very much. Could you please give us a, a, a picture of the residential makeup of the town? Many folk will have been there as part of a, a tourism visit, but you can can you explain how? The town operates north to south, and who it is who lives south of the Waiho River?
1: Okay, um, well, on the north side is most people that will have visited France Joseph. Uh, It's a tourist town, and there's a lot of infrastructure there, cafes, uh, hotels, motels, um, and and, uh, tourist businesses. So that's on the north bank, the, the true right. But on the South Bank, which is large um, areas of farmland, mainly, mainly dairy, and uh, there's a few um, tourist operations running from down there. On the South Bank, there's a, a helicopter business running on that side. There's also the uh, town's airstrip running on that South Bank. It's a large area of ground, but um, and there's quite a few homes down there that are related to that farming community and those businesses. And on that south bank, um, the, the, there's been stock banks built on both sides of the river to prevent flooding. It's, it's constrained the river, but the rivers great. the, the Waiho River with the glacier retreat is aggrading by about two to 300 millimetres per year and is uh, predicted to increase. So as that rises, we've only got the option of either continually building up the stock banks Or retiring one of the stock banks to the south and that's the problem it's a well-known problem that's been um it's, it's it's been known for a while and it's been well documented so
0: there's your problem a grading means it's building up gravel and silt and so forth um it's building up rather than eroding away is that the simplest way of putting it
1: that's correct as as the glacier has been retreating uh the glacier walls have released a lot of gravel a lot of sediment and of course glaciers push down gravel so the river as the snow melts becomes more aggressive and carries a lot of this gravel and there's millions of cubic meters of gravel that come down that narrow it used to be called the waiho gorge under the bridge and you, you may remember back in 2019 the uh, the bridge was taken out by a medium sort of flood, but it was in the snow melt. So that's the risk we have all this gravel that's upstream that's um that, that's trying to come down. It's degrading into the river channel. But apart from building up the stock banks continually, um the options are that we've presented to the community is that you have to retire the rivers to the south.
0: The, the other part of this that the report refers to is that there's a fan surface, surface, right? Is this where the river naturally wants to go if not held back by stock banks?
1: No, that's correct. As, as the gravel's run down the river, you'll understand that it, it continually builds up, builds up and then the river wants to go either left or right. So... Um, the regional council have been building walls through the IRG project, which was infrastructure resilience that the government funded part of the IRG. And the stock banks were built up on the north side. It was about a $12 million project that's co-funded by the, the local community. And the South Bank had um, a, a, about $10 million dollars Um allocated to that but that money's been held by government hasn't been released until there's a plan because i believe government officials think that it'd be better to um rather than actually keep continually building up the stock banks that it may be better that that money's used for um buying out perhaps those farms and those that community on the south bank
0: can we talk um, about realism- who is responsible, Peter? Sorry to interrupt you. Who's responsible for the stock banks? Who is making decisions? Are some council-owned, some uh, NZTA-owned? Yeah.
1: yeah, that's that's correct. So the regional council owns some stock banks and they, they manage those on behalf of the rating districts. So rating districts is the affected landowners on both the south and the north that contribute every year um, and are rated by the regional council for those maintenance and construction of those stock banks. It's a pretty common thing through the, the West Coast, rating districts in different communities. But the problem is that it'll be unaffordable for those rating districts to um, afford the ongoing maintenance. Because if the, the river rises you know, two to three metres in the next 10 years, um, that means we've got to. Lift the, the whole stock banks, which is miles and miles of stock banks, for um, by by the same amount, if not more. So, and what are the options that be... on the,
0: what's the What are the options on the table, Peter?
1: So, what we're proposing is to the community that this is a ten year long term plan that it runs in stages. So, the first thing is to enhance our emergency management. Um, that's the first initial thing. The second stage would be to strengthen up the existing stock banks to the south and um, give them a bit of a life, and then we will actually go to uh, government, if, if the community decide that they want to go with this plan, we'll go to government towards a buyer of those farms and property. It's also the State Highway, which is, um, goes from Franz Joseph to the Fox Hills. This and State Highway 6? State Highway 6, yeah. The main route between... Um, you know, if you like, Hokitika and uh, Wanaka. So it's, it's the main state highway south. And um, the problem is that that also becomes at risk. And there's two large stock banks that are owned and maintained by Waka Kotahi, here, the New Zealand Transport Agency. And those two will have to be raised to protect the highway um, in 10 years' time, you know, it could be quite daunting the height of those, so that will, will require a major realignment and uh, construction of a new highway on the higher land for, for several kilometres, which is a major project in its own.
0: Even if the stop banks are let go to the left, how long will that protect the township to the north?
1: Well, that. The, uh, the technical advisory group are, rec- are suggesting that because it's got a large area to fan out the river that that could give Franz Joseph another 60 to 70 years if we do nothing and uh, try and, um, and don't release to the south the, the, the Franz Joseph township as we know it which is a tourist town may only have 15 to 20 years you know, the, the, this depends on how much the river aggrades or the gravel increases in height
0: if nothing is done, are lives at risk to the south?
1: Yes, they are. The river has, um, has gone over in 2019 and, um, and, and years before it's broke out of those banks and gone through and flooded the, the little airport and um, also farms to there. there. There isn't a lot of time, um, because the glacier is only you know, a couple of kilometres up the river, when we get a big event... There's not a lot of time for warning, so that's the risk, you know. And um, the regional council, I think, are acting um, in the right sense here because we, you know, we're actually saying this is a ten-year plan. We've got a plan for the future. It's unaffordable by the community. It's unaffordable by the people of the West Coast, and that's why we want to start negotiations if the community buy into it with the government for a long-term plan. Let's
0: talk about some of what's coming back uh, as concerns. One is exactly the State Highway 6 situation, and the argument of some is that letting the stock banks go put it in the way of the river. So can anything happen until that highway is
1: realigned? Yes, it can, yes. This is a staged approach. The river, the stock banks will be released from the bottom. So over the next 10 years... Um, the the stock banks would slowly be retreated from the bottom end so that the state highway and the houses at the top end would be safe for quite some time. And if the plans accepted um, or the proposals accepted, the stock banks would start in about year five to six to be released from the very bottom. There's quite a lot of infrastructure, houses, roading, uh, power, there's an old there's an old dump there that's, that would have to be removed, so it's quite a big project.
0: Others are well, others are talking about that dump actually, and and saying that again, this move uh, would remove the protection for this closed rubbish dump from the river. So, what contingency is there for dealing with that?
1: I think there's no other option but remove it to a safe place. I mean, um, that's that. That uh, dump was a Westland District Council dump, and you know, like when it was put in years ago, it wasn't safe. But things are changing quickly in the environment we live today. And um, this is a this is a river that's probably quite different to most rivers in New Zealand. That it's getting such a heavy flow of gravel and um, silt from um, from up up at the glacier faces, and um, and this is the problem. You know, the degrading the aggrading of the river. Is um, is is increasing every year. So it's 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 prudent that we put this plan to the people. It will need government assistance and uh, for that future management.
0: There's been some frustration expressed also in public meetings about how long it's taken even to get this far. I mean, I think five years ago there were discussions underway over this. And you know, are, are people just being left with too much uncertainty for too long?
1: They have been, and I feel really, you know, for those people. I mean, th- this is multi-generational farms and communities, and I guess everyone's been sort of hoping for a while that um, they uh, that, that things wouldn't would, would, would the, the aggradation would slow down or stop, but it isn't, and it probably is unlikely to with the retreat slowly of the glacier. So um, I, there has been proposals put forward, and and that involved government, you know, uh, looking at DIA and uh, MB have looked at this in the past, but um, this new council of ours, we decided that, look, it's time that we would um, get to and actually come up with this 10-year management plan. It has to be accepted by the community going forward. There's a lot of consultation, but if the community accept this in the long term, we will have to then approach government for a plan. So, French Joseph is, is a tourist town. is safe. The glass is still open. The, it's all operating. But this is, like I said, a long term management plan.
0: Would there be a buyout process? How will that work? Because we've mentioned how frustrated people have been about being left in limbo, and in the meantime, they're essentially stuck there, aren't they? Aren't they? Uh, with big questions, uh, well, frankly, with their land value severely impacted. So, what's proposed for a buyout process for them to consider?
1: Well, this is the problem, uh, Catherine. You know that people's lives have been left in limbo. They've been really waiting, and that that um, ten million dollars odd has been locked by government, hasn't been able to be released. And what what government is saying is that they need a plan. You know, they they're not just going to release it and, and top the stock banks up. So, um, so we've come up with this uh, well, a technical advisory group, the six really. Um, senior river engineers you know they've got high qualifications and they've all come to the same conclusion that this is the only option in the long term so at least people if they accept this plan will have some certainty going forward I don't know how the makeup will be on government funding that's a conversation we have to have with the relevant um, government departments and the new government but um, like I said it's a special case and I need I think it needs special consideration
0: the affected residents are also angry that they weren't given a heads up before this recent public meeting. I mean, is that communication breakdown still happening, Peter?
1: No, we we decided that we would try and, I mean, once you let the, the news out, it's in the front page of the paper. So we actually had the meeting with the community. First of all, we, we, we com- consulted our partners, which is uh, Western District Council and Iwi McAfee and um, and then we went straight to the community. I guess the frustration with the community is we didn't let the south side know. But then we would have had the same argument, I guess, with the north side people, you know, to say, well, you didn't let us know. So we held one community. It did come probably as a shock. But people have known this has been going on for quite some years. It's not a new thing. And it's just a matter of putting it to the table. So I apologise to you know that we haven't let the south side know first, but you know you, it, it's a whole community. The community is the north and the south. So we considered it was probably best to to talk to the whole community as a whole.
0: How quickly does this have to happen? One uh, one farmer we've we, we've spoken to has said, "Look, you know, we're stuck until there's a buyout announced. Nobody wants our land in the interim." So how quickly can this happen? I know you've got a government still to be formed, but in your mind, how quickly could things move if there was an agreement on the plan and the funding put forward for the buyout?
1: Yes, well, we've actually sort of talked to all the um, different uh, parties about this problem prior to the election. So they all know, we've talked to Damien O'Connor and um, National and uh, New Zealand First. They They all know about the problem, so... Um, if the community buy into this, that's the next stage is we would ask for that money to be released to do the emergency management, um, come up with a master plan for the whole area, and then start the, the 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 shoring up of those walls to give some time for a few years until we got the government funding, it's quite a large job and 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 the retreat plan um um you know finalized. So this could take four or five years, but we would like to think, we, if the community accept it, that we are straight up to government and putting this proposal on there, that they can start working. That'll involve MB and Department of Internal Affairs and the likes.
0: Thank you. That is Peter Haddock, West Coast Councillor. And uh, we did speak to a number of folk who live and work in Waiho Flat. Uh, this is uh, south of the... Um, uh, um, which includes farmers, helicopter and skydive operators as we were mentioning on the north side on the on the France Joseph Airport also to Koha Museum all would be affected um, we understand that a, a helipad should be regarded as a, a, an urgent priority potentially for relocation but we spoke um, to a couple of farmers on the south side of the Waiho River who will be affected if the stock banks are removed both were reluctant to go on the record due to the high tensions in Waiho Flats one of them told us removing the stock banks feels inevitable and the community does want to work with officials. However, they want to know what's in it for them by way of a buyout process. He says Whitehall flat residents are essentially stuck until a buyout's announced as nobody would want to buy their land in the interim. And he says much of the emotion is stemming from not being told of the proposal privately ahead of the public meeting. Another farmer told us uh, that these that raising concerns about the removing of the stock banks were diverting the river uh, towards the old Franz Joseph rubbish dump and State Highway 6. We just heard the councillor's response for staging this. He says around 20 people who live on the south side uh, work in Franz Joseph Township and may struggle to find accommodation to continue working there on the other side of the river. So tension's high and everyone wanting some clarity. Uh, thanks uh, very much there to Peter Haddock.